the living poop. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of Super Segoy Cast. I'm Justin. I'm Alex. This week, we decided to watch two anime movies instead of the normal anime series that we go with. The first movie we watched was called Kite, and it's about a girl whose parents are murdered. Her name is Sawa, and uh, she's still, I think, like, what, in high school, I would yeah, guess? Yeah, you know? going by the uniform, I think she's a high school student. High school student, yeah. and At the time of the movie. Yeah, well, she ends up getting taken in um, by, like, a head detective for the, the police in her city, and mm-hmm. his name is Akai. We end up finding out he's, like, this ringleader for an assassin's guild or something club. I don't, yeah, yeah i don't some... know there's they have like two assassins it's her and this other guy and um, then yeah he kind of gives them or he looks over them and gives them the jobs but well, he's I... not the one that picks the jobs no he's just kind of like their their agent i guess you could say and he ends up getting like called to like all of these murders so they go do the job the hit who by the way they focus on like pedophiles like yeah. perverts for some reason so but he always ends up being there yeah to like cover it up yeah basically yeah it works out really well for them i guess you could say (laughs) the uh movie was made in 1999 if Mm -hmm. i can remember right and it has that very old anime style kind of like from ghost in the shell and there was a lot of things like the entire intro basically was very based off of ghost in the shell you could say yeah she kills somebody goes to rooftop and she kind of like just dives off the rooftop and like goes invisible but really what it is is she's just like jumping off to a sign below and she like goes to the fog into the mist yeah but it was just it was extreme like the intro to the original ghost in the shell movie yeah and then she even had a gun that was like held in a briefcase that popped out kind of like in ghost in the shell too but it was cool i mean i think the similarities kind of ended there Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. might have been because maybe they were trying to be like oh look we're we're like this other movie that did super well you know yeah maybe you know i I don't know i think yeah, because Ghost in the Shell came out in, what, 94, I think we said? 90, I don't even remember. 94, 95, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was first. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I guess they were just taking a cue. Maybe. I mean, paying their respects. Yeah. I it, don't know. it worked. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool. You know, I, I enjoyed the movie. It yeah. was very, very dark, though. Yeah, like, for, like, its its plot was very dark and, like, how murdery it was. It was very dark and whatnot. And I yeah. think it fit with that older style anime. Yeah, I think so, too. We end up finding out she has, like, they totally destroyed her. Like, her past oh, yeah. is so messed up, you she know? She looks messed up. Yeah, she does. She's like, <laughs> I don't know, she's almost like a robot, you know, you yeah. could say. So, okay, it turns out that the detective ended up killing or hiring somebody to kill her parents, mm-hmm. and then they kind of took her in, and he, like, you know, I don't know, he trained her to be an assassin, I guess. I don't know, they didn't really go into her training, but no. he, he took her under his wing, I guess you could say, and they had a very... um not professional relationship no and which is completely inappropriate because she was a child exactly you know and it seems like they go after pedophiles maybe because he feels bad that he's a pedophile himself oh that's good you know yeah maybe so he's just kind of like thinking man i feel terrible that i'm doing this but this is my way of redeeming myself in a sense yeah no that's totally like i could go off on this entirely because i love crime dramas and yeah. like psychological nonsense mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's that totally fits in with everything <laughs> it makes sense really but yeah. like it's the thing so like uh sawa whose assassination partner is um oburi 
Uh, oh, yeah. They end up forming, like, a bond throughout this, like, short movie, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I think, I don't know if you mentioned, it's, like, an hour long. Oh, yeah. And, um... It, yeah, it was really short. Yeah. So, like, they form a connection, and uh, I think they're, like, they fall for each other, kind of, in a sense. And, yeah. But she's so messed up, yeah. I don't think she understands that that's what's happening. Yeah. You know? She just kind of, like, oh, there's more out there than this cruel guy. guy that's taking care of me, exactly. you know? Exactly. They kind of have, like, sorry, her and the, the detective, they kind of have, like, that, that pimp and prostitute mm-hmm. um, relationship where it's, like, it's very abusive and, mm-hmm. you know, she's just kind of in it because she doesn't think that she can do anything different, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think, like, maybe she feels it, like she owes him her life or something. I don't know. It starts out that way in the beginning of the movie. That's kind of what you get the feeling for, but yeah. really, I th- it, you find out later on, it's kind of her just playing with him, really. Like, yeah. mentally, she's making him think that he has all the control when reality he doesn't well and like maybe that's because going back to all that psychological nonsense maybe it's because she doesn't want other people to be hurt by him so she's like i'll just take all the pain myself maybe you know so i think she plays with his mind makes him think that he's still in control and she ends up like she gets a hit technically where she's supposed to kill her partner oburi but yeah. like she doesn't and i guess kind of earns his respect and so then Oburi tries to go kill Akai because he's the one who wants to kill him in the first place. Right. You know, like, and he knows that he killed her parents too. Yeah. And so she ends up saving him. He ends up dying anyway later on in the end of the movie. Yeah. But like because of all these things that happened, uh, Akai still thinks that Sawa's like on his side. Yeah. And, and and she ends up killing like the dude who puts out the hits and then she ends up killing Akai later on at the end of the movie too. Yeah. It was actually really well done. The it way was. they put it all together. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I thought that it was really cool you know yeah the whole twisted plot and like demented revenge you know and to go with like the whole like dark and gritty theme of the movie like the way it ends like her and the partner of uri like we're gonna be happy like he was carrying a bag of cat food and he was gonna bring it to like this house of cats that they meet at yeah and you think oh well great they're gonna gonna be together happily ever after and no he ends up getting killed like within the last scene of the movie and then it just shows by another child assassin (laughs) yeah he's and then she's just like laying in the house with the cat saying like oh he'll be here soon and then that's the end of the movie well no like whoa well not yet don't forget she turns her head because she hears somebody walking up the stairs well yeah but i mean so we don't know if she actually got killed or what happened after that it's very true yes yeah but like still like yeah so that, was the, that was the last scene so you have no idea it, you thought me oh it's gonna end happy no it's just it stayed <laughs> dark yeah. the whole time it dangled it in front of you and basically took it away. i remember you were saying that like they actually cut out a lot of this movie yeah because of just how inappropriate it really is well yeah it was it's extremely controversial um there's an uncensored cut and you can't really find it anywhere i mean you'd have to really really look for it because it's actually outlawed in a few countries because it's technically considered child porn yeah because it's an adult and there's Uh, some really really like detailed explicit i mean it's technically rape scenes you know because she's a little girl exactly yeah so it's like this is how dark this movie really is. It's right. not just violent in whatever. It's because of that. And Obviously, all that was cut out for yeah. like the net. It's like six minutes shorter without all those extra scenes cut out. Yeah. Because there's like four different scenes in it, which that stuff happens. I don't think it really would have affected the movie either way, having it not be there or having it be there. Like, sure, having it be there would be like, oh, wow, this is messed up. Yeah. But not having it in there, it didn't hurt the plot at all. It no, didn't right. really stop the flow of the movie by any means. No, it was fine not having that. It still, it suggested it. So that's all you really needed. You didn't need to see all that graphicness. No, you, you know? really didn't. There yeah. was enough of that with the violence and the fight scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. Which, so it 
really wasn't missing anything. No. I will say that one fight scene, she's supposed to go, like, there's this twins, like, actors oh, from yeah. America, I guess, and she's supposed to assassinate one, but the only difference between them is one had a mole on the right side and one had a mole on the left side of the face. And they had, like, three or four bodyguards? Four bodyguards, I yeah. think. There's, like, three in the bathroom chilling and, like, one that was outside. Anyway, so she ends up trying to, like, go assassinate, but, like, the whole entire bathroom fight scene was so cool. Like, the way yeah. they did it all together. And, like, it wasn't just her shooting people and, like, stabbing people. Like, it was just a huge mixture of, like, martial arts and, like, survivability and just Yeah, it was a good around. fight. It was a really good scene in yeah. the movie. Although, I found that it was really out of character be- for her because the other two hits that we saw, she did it super fast. Like, they she so totally, well she was in control and, bam, got them done. Mm-hmm. But this one, she almost lost. She almost died, you know? I I think she went into it maybe a little too cocky mm. and that and and in the situation maybe it was kind of like just rush on her because she showed up and the guy was like here this who you need to kill and it was already in the restaurant where she was That's supposed to true. kill them yeah. so all she had to do like she can only had to walk into the bathroom to kill this guy yeah like she didn't have time to prepare like she seemed like she could for the other ones that's very true let alone yeah. all the other ones that she were doing none of the people were bodyguards the first dude she like yeah. fake dated and killed him because he was like some punk celebrity dude. Mm-hmm. And then the second people, she had her assistant guy helping her and they were just like three like older like teacher perverts. Yeah. And, like, a subway on, a, station. On, an, on an escalator. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you don't know what kind of hit she's done before that. This is the first time she's had to kill somebody that's had like bodyguards. That's very true. Yeah. And she was under pressure too. So exactly. I can see why it messed up. I was just saying though, like she yeah. was so cool before that. And then all of a sudden she almost, <laughs> she almost died in this one. I was like, oh no, what's happening? Yeah. You but know? I mean, like her ingenuity to like the little knives that come out of her sleeves and stuff, and yeah, being able to actually cool. fight and oh, and stuff like that was really cool. And the bullets that she used were really neat too. Yeah, they she were, would shoot people what? and then they would explode mm-hmm. while they were in the bodies. So yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was just different technology. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how she made them or where um, she got them from, but they were really cool. <laughs> one key point to make sure you know about this movie is she uses a red handgun. And it doesn't look like a normal gun either. It's no. like modified yeah. in some way. I don't know. It just doesn't look, it looks more futuristic in a way. Yeah. And you'll find out why that's a key point, but just keep in your mind that she uses a red handgun in yeah. this movie. Well, I actually found an interesting point about this. So you remember Kill Bill. Everybody should remember Kill Bill. Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? Do you uh-huh. remember? You never saw Kill Bill? Not on purpose. <sighs> okay. Well, in that movie. <laughs> One of the assassins, um, her name is Gogo. She's actually the bodyguard for, um, oh crap, what's her name? She was the bodyguard for Lucy Liu. I can't remember her name at this moment. But, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So this character, she's like a 17-year-old schoolgirl and she uses like a, um, a morning star, I guess you could say. But it's not. It's mm-hmm. like a, well, I don't know what she uses. It doesn't matter. It's a ball and chain is what okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, Quentin Tarantino told her in preparation for this role to watch this movie because he wanted her to kind of be like this character to okay. be like Sawa. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. You that know? is neat, but she didn't use a gun, so I don't understand. No, but because it's a schoolgirl assassin oh, with a troubled past. I see. So he kind of just wanted her to look like she was messed up. Yeah. He was like, watch this movie, take some cues from it, because that's kind of where I'm, I want your character to go. Okay. You know? Did so. that person have like a, at least a decent role in the movies or was yeah. it just like really short term? No, she was cool in the movie. Like they okay. show her a few times and you see her background and you're like, oh, wow, she's really neat, you know? Okay, yeah. She yeah. almost kills uh, Uma Thurman. Like, they had a really good fight. Oh, okay. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's not the only one who tried to do something. Samuel L. Jackson tried to make this into a live action movie. I saw, like, the trailer, which is on YouTube, and 
It was supposed to come out in, I think, 2014. Yeah, but we didn't hear anything about it nope. because it was terrible. It probably went straight <laughs> to, like, VHS is how bad it was. It probably. VHS. <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> that's I'm saying. That's how bad it is. It went, back, it went back in technology. Yeah, you can't even watch it because we don't have VCRs anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, I looked into it, and um, it had terrible reception. Like, everybody hated it. It, it got generally between one and two stars that's, in yeah, reviews. That's pretty bad. Like, the trailer, it's all over the place, and... If you have, or if you happen to watch the anime before you watch this trailer, you can see a lot of what's missing from the actual movie. Yeah, well, they changed the story around, too. A little bit, yeah. Because, you know, he's not a pedophile, and I, I don't know why. I don't know what she's, like, going out and, and killing, but I don't think they're pedophiles, either. I think in that one, it's more about her parents got m- murdered by, like, some gang, if I remember right. Yeah, and she's, and she's taking out revenge. the gang people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, right. That's where I'm getting that from. But either way, it looks like a really cheaply made movie you know mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm. know i'm surprised it's not on like netflix you know <laughs> you thinking about it it's how dark this movie is mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who use it for different things yeah so like you get it branching from the ghost in the shell then you have samuel jackson turning into a movie you have quentin tarantino using it mm-hmm. no doubt also had a music video um called ex-girlfriend ex-girlfriend thank you yeah um which like the whole entire like story like not necessarily the song itself but the story that they filmed for the music video was based on this movie was the movie basically yeah, yeah. she gwen stefani was sawa basically uh-huh. but you yeah, know yeah. she was gwen stefani <laughs> yeah. but like in the beginning she gets her hit in the park just like he, she did in the movie mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then she goes and attacks the, the i think he's the drummer i don't know no the I, bassist the bassist yeah the guitar i don't know the guy that she was dating uh, the bassist plays multiple roles he plays like the creepy pedophile guy but then he also plays like one the the hit too yeah which is yeah it was really anyway, it was a neat video yeah it was cool but they had the that whole bathroom fight scene yeah and then it ended it with them jumping out the window which is what happens in the movie as yeah. well yeah it was really cool it was and it was like oh wait you know i like i wonder how many people realized what that was from yeah because like i'm sure i've seen that video before mm-hmm. you know i used to watch mtv after school all the time i actually never had i've never heard of that song never seen the video what really yeah, yeah. did you did you was... listen to no doubt not really oh well then that's why hello some of her songs <laughs> sure i learned how to spell banana because of one of her songs oh th- i'm yet yeah, that's how you learn to spell banana yeah because i never really tried B-A-N-A-N-A-S. never needed exactly so yeah. not how to spell banana no that's terrible <laughs> whatever i'm just saying come on i've never had to spell banana before in my life but if i wanted to sing the song i needed to know how to spell banana so i learned whatever <laughs> anyway this the, the song was ex-girlfriend um and I can't remember how it goes right now. I'm not even going to attempt to I was going to do it. it, but I can't remember how it, it goes. You, if I, in my I'm mind, thinking bananas now. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> in my mind, I, it, way it went, it's like the the oh, verses were more I like I always kind of knew I was going to... No, no. I always kind of knew... No. That I'd end up your ex-girlfriend. Something. Something. Yeah. Like, I don't remember. No. Damn it. Either way, the way it kind of goes in the song, her verses, it was more like talking than singing, but then the chorus was like an actual singing part. Yeah. Well, her songs, I mean, it's no doubt. That's, oh, you don't know. I don't know. She's different. Like, they have a lot of different styles. (laughs) She's different. They're different. Okay. Anyway... I didn't really quite enjoy the song so much. I thought the video was kind of neat. Yeah, that wasn't one of my favorite songs. Mm, like, the chorus was actually okay, because it sounded nice. But if you were like, I don't like No Doubt, and you've heard No Doubt stuff before, just hit pause, or not pause, hit mute, and just watch the video. It still makes <laughs> sense if you'd seen the anime. It's not that bad. It doesn't matter. No, it's the, not that The bad. music video took cues off of Kite. That's all that we're trying to say. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, there was a second one, too, that came out, like, what, 10 years later, in 2008, called yeah. uh kite liberator 
Well, hold on, because if you want to, if anybody wanted to watch Kite in the censored version, obviously, you can find it on Netflix and Hulu. But Kite Liberator is on Netflix, Hulu, and Crunchyroll. So yeah, like he said, it was from ten years. Yeah, ten years later, and it was really weird. Yeah, it, it, this movie <laughs> took a weird, weird turn. It really had nothing to do with anything. So okay, it started off in space on like the International Space Station, super CG space, by the way. And you're you're looking at it, and you're like, okay, where What's, is this? What is this point? Why? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. You know, and they're just talking to astronauts and kind of giving you backstory on this one guy. And then about ten minutes in. He goes into his room and you see a photo on his desk mm-hmm. of the girl. And it's not the same girl from the first movie because no. this is 10 years later. Yes. But from just from like the, the picture when you click on the movie, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's the girl from the picture. This must be. Okay, so she's the assassin? But yeah. like it, it just took way too long to establish what the hell was going on. Well, it was kind of like when we first started watching it, I, ma- I made a comment within like the first five minutes. I was like, did we really need to have a whole entire like outer space scene that shows that like this girl's dad's in space yeah. on a space station that he's been for like four years and you find out her mom's dead? Yeah, like, did we you, did we, not need that. Did we really need to have all of that just so we can see that this girl's an assassin because she has no parents right like what what was even the point like we don't even know why she became an assassin she was just an assassin for some reason yeah they never explained why she became an assassin exactly did she i don't know they they never said anything she just is she was just an assassin and she like worked at like i guess like a older restaurant it was a maid cafe maid cafe but it was like a a really filled like maid cafe yeah it was like a a really dirty hole in the wall maid cafe yeah and her (laughs) boss again is kind of pervy like he's super like oh you're so cute and blah 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 and like he like touches her and not yeah. necessarily inappropriately, but like, but he's at least very he was handsy. nice, though. I mean, yeah. you know, he but, seemed like kind of like the 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 I don't know the guy that's just a little too friendly. Yeah, you know? where but it's y- like, okay, back off a second. But the whole entire time, you literally you don't even find out or anything until like three quarters through the the movie that he's the one who's giving her the hits. Yeah, like there's a couple times where <laughs> she walks out of the back with him, or she'll walk out of the back with like her fellow coworker who she's like friends with, and you see like this like hatch on the ground yeah and you figure maybe he's working with some of the pedophiles that she's had to go kill yeah and, like, i had no idea how yeah. any of that connected until way later yeah and then you find out like, like i said three quarters of the movie she's with him down in that hatch where all her weapons are and things right. of that nature and i think really that weird. the and i think that the girl who worked in the cafe with her the older lady mm-hmm. who ended up defending her a few times from yeah over handsy yeah. customers yeah i think that was sawa it might have been but she's maybe going like under a different name or something yeah because she still had red eyes but mm-hmm. she didn't have the earring anymore and that was no. like an integral thing in the first one because it, it, it contained the blood of her parents <laughs> yeah we didn't really hit on that but like yeah That's in the okay. first it's movie sawa important. had two blood red earrings that were supposedly supposed to be like her mother or father but, yeah but anyway yeah. she didn't have them in this movie well because she threw it out that's right at the end of the first one yeah but you know but what not the point it actually kind of does play into it because like that was her mother and father yeah well so like in the space station her dad like when you first see him he sends a present down with this dude who oh. like this geneticist who brings them like food to help their bone growth so they don't yeah, like yeah. diminish and in that it's a red bracelet that she ends up wearing it was they were rocks from mars but they had yeah. they had gems in it as well yeah and so the red gem kind of re-symbolized the the, the red, red earrings, earrings yeah basically. oh i just got that yeah so um (laughs) so here's where it gets weird so she's doing her hits and like they don't focus on like perverts per se like they do no she just kind of she just kind of killed like what two random people one dude she killed one guy 
And then she ended up killing the second guy out of a coincidence because he tried to take her hostage oh, that's right. during yeah. like some chase. Yeah. Here's where it gets weird though. Like, so the guys up on the space station, her dad and one other guy, yeah, they ate this like food that was supposed to help their like bone growth, but they had been like exposed, exposed to, to sun radiation. Yeah, like sun flare radiation, basically. Yeah, like, but from was, solar flares. Their 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 suit was supposed to protect them from it, but it didn't. Yeah. It was just like what the hell. And, and combined with the the accelerated bone yeah. stuff in the food that they were given, they turned into bone monsters. Yeah, they were cool looking bone monsters but they, they turned into bone monsters but they didn't look like they were made out of bone no. they kind of looked like dark side you know from yeah, yeah yeah but i mean that's about it the dude like the geneticist who goes up there and brought the food like came this doctor and like two pilots crash land back on earth like they blew up the space station which kills one of them yeah but you find out like one of them came down with them <laughs> he stowed away and it ends up being her dad. Her dad. Yeah. And, like, the reason why the bracelet plays a factor is because, like, he's trying to kill her because she had the hit on it. Yeah. And, like... Oh, and she wears contacts. She wears these, like, bright yeah. blue contacts. So yeah. you don't know it's her, technically. Technically. But when she's fighting her dad, one of them falls out. And then he sees the bracelet and he's like, oh, you're my daughter. But he's a monster. So he just kind of looks at her like, I recognize you. Yeah, but she doesn't put <laughs> two doesn't and two together. <laughs> yeah. Like, he stops attacking her and he's, like, rubbing on her or whatever, like, with his, like, spike yeah and like she's <laughs> yeah. like get away from me dude like what the hell i don't know you yeah and then like he technically blows up with this car yeah and then like the geneticist and like fbi or whoever the hell like, these like assassin type cia people from japan like take his body away yeah he ends up killing them escaping and like he goes and finds her and like that's the end of the movie yeah the end of like, the movie was what? like What's okay going? are you gonna live with this beast all he of a sudden he regenerated into yeah. being back to being a bone monster yeah and he was alive was just, and then like, she looked the over hell? to the side and he was there and that was the end and we yeah. were like wait what why is this even <laughs> what how is this even related to the because she's yeah. a squirrel girl assassin that was the only connection yeah oh and she used the gun and that, like i said i brought the point yeah. remember the red gun from the first movie she uses that same gun in this one yeah but and it doesn't have exploding bullets in no, it no and like the dude mentions that it was another girl who used it before and uh, yeah. that she has like an affinity for it but it was just like that's the only thing red bracelets it kind of symbolizes the earrings red gun because it was the only thing that connected to the older movie yeah and the fact that she was a squirrel girl assassin like what and she, and that was it that was it was it. mostly about a space monster she had two hits the whole movie <laughs> one was on a pervert and one ended up being on her own dad who was a bone monster yeah and it's just like and that what was it the hell like yeah she so to- we were very confused watching this so we were like okay <laughs> uh, if you were to take it not as a sequel to kite just take it as another movie it was okay because then you're really? not really i don't well, know i, I still would have been like what are we watching yeah it's still kind of because you're like aliens but uh, i think that if you take it away from the fact that this other girl was killing people because of what yeah. happened to her family and you just take this one as some weird alien movie yeah i can see uh, it being it okay it's a little bit of extra points okay. yeah you know what i'm saying but like you try to like combine them it makes no sense that this was a sequel yeah really really out there no <laughs> yeah i completely agree all right. Well, I think we've talked enough about Kite and its horrible sequel. <laughs> yeah. No more Kites. No, no more Kites. Um, let's just move on to our next thingy. No, um, no, no. We need to actually transition. So let's okay. go with, speaking of blood gems, like her <laughs> earrings and her bracelets, oh, there's a game called Bloodstained <laughs> Ritual of Night. All right. It, blood blood you know it works yeah you, you can make it work out it works God, yes but you you need segways damn it every time <laughs> they're not necessary always necessary okay so i found a game 
It's well, okay. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Yes, it's Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. It's from a producer who used to work at Konami named Koji Igarashi. It's very similar to Castlevania. It's like on the same wavelength, but it takes place in a completely different world. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's a side scroller, but the cool thing about this is that it's being crowdfunded. That's, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've seen that so in the notes. Thought, right, yeah, so I thought that was super cool. Let's see, he tried to find a publisher for this mm-hmm. because he. the whole reason why he left Konami in the first place was because he wanted to continue making games like this. He made, you know, Castlevania, that's his stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't want to continue doing Konami in that direction. Okay. So they were. he was like, well, I still want to make this, though, so I'm just going to have to leave and go do it on my own. Man, Konami's getting rid of a lot of other people. Yeah, they, they don't well, he left Silent like Hills. they don't want to do new Castlevania stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, are yeah, they, right? they going to do with like another Metal Gear? Like, what's going on? Yeah, All... well, you know they're making they're going to they're, they're coming out with another one, Metal but are they going to do anything after that? Well, that's what they said. Just... Are they? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, going back to Bloodstained. That's, yeah, I almost forgot what it was called. Um, Blood gems, Bloodstained. <laughs> Can't forget that. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So anyway, he couldn't find a publisher, so he he took to Kickstarter to raise all the money. I'm going to link the Kickstarter page mm-hmm. because he made like a little video to watch, and it's actually super cool. Like it's really fun, and you need to watch it. So he was trying to raise five hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he met that goal in less than four hours. So that's it must be really good, like right. an idea that he's got to have all these people wanting to pay for it. Already. Yeah, after ten hours, he raised over a million dollars. And that's in American dollars. That's yeah. not in, in yen or anything. By the end of the the uh, the promotion the period, Kickstarter. the Kickstarter period. And, yes, thank yeah, you. There you go. <laughs> he he earned over five point five million dollars by sixty five thousand backers. Wow! So he he straight up beat his goal by five million dollars. Yeah. So it's going like... to be produced for the PlayStation Four, the Xbox One, and the PC. Oh, wow. Because he had all that backing, he can yeah. do it all the ways. Right. All the ways. All the ways. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to come out in March 2017 is the expected date. Does he have any kind of like preview for it yet? Yeah. Besides his little video that you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, the video, it also has a preview in it. But, oh, okay. But I was saying to watch it because he, he had fun trying to get people to like produce this thing. He's, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, ah, I like Castlevania and everybody knows this. And <laughs> well, they were He turns into games. bats at the end and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and he has a bunch of people that worked with him on Castlevania games to do this game. Really? Yeah. Because okay. it's on the same wavelength as Castlevania. So they were willing to come with him. Yeah. And they know that this is what he does. That's quite the leap for them just to be like, you know what? We like you. We don't, you, we know you don't have a company, dude, but we know you're going to make an awesome game. So let's just go work on it together. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome for this. Guy. So you're basically an alchemist who's trying to break a curse that's turning you slowly into crystal, and you have um a, you have like a partner who's more crystal than you are. Mm-hmm. He's more crystal than human, I think, and he's tr- he's going to help you. And you're going through a castle just like in Castlevania, and mm-hmm. it's all very gothic looking and everything. Okay, but it's supposed to be. It looks really cool. Like if you check out the Kickstarter page, it mm-hmm. gives you a ton of detail and like art and stuff that okay. you can look at to, yeah. to see how it's gonna look it looks really cool i hope that when it does come out it doesn't do so much as like what the latest uh castlevania was like yeah to me that one it was fun to play it but its transitions between like his past world and its present world were really all over the place yeah the well, story that was, was only a little the second one too. yeah oh. he's talking about castlevania lords of shadow okay the first lords of shadow was awesome. We mm-hmm. we got through that super quick because yeah. it was super fun and it was awesome. Very well done. Yeah, but 
Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 kind of fell from the mark. A little bit. Yeah, the story didn't make a whole lot of sense. And while everything looked beautiful and amazing, Mm -hmm. it just didn't work. It was very... I didn't care for it. It was complicated and the story didn't work. Well, okay, he's going back to side-scrolling days. Okay. So he's going back to like original Castlevania type stuff like for Nintendo and Super Nintendo oh, and awesome. that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. So it'll be really cool, I think. You I know? think so too. Yeah. And it looks awesome. It doesn't look like a Nintendo game, mm-hmm. you know. It's made mm-hmm. for it it looks more like a DS game than anything. Oh. That perfect. kind of thing. It's two point five D technically. Two point five. <laughs> yeah, so it's not pixels, but you know, it's it's like a it's like a flat looking RPG. All right. Well, I can't go. I can't wait to go home and watch the video because I haven't looked at it yet. Oh well, I hope you enjoy it because I thought it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll have, I will definitely look into this. Anything else about games? No, that was all I had. Well, I got some stuff about robotics. Okay. So the whole like earthquake back in Japan in uh, 2011 was it? Oh, from the tsunami? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was 2011. So because of the earthquake in Fukushima, they had, like, the nuclear plant had a buildup of hydrogen, and, like, they they had a couple people try to go in. They wanted to, like, release it, basically. Sorry. I'm sorry. Did you say nuclear... What did nuclear. You, nuclear? Nuclear power. Okay. Right? Yeah. I thought you said nuclear. So yeah, I was going to... I might have. Oh. I might well, have just butchered <laughs> the word as I'm trying to get through my spiel here. Well, it made me think of The Simpsons. Yeah. Because there was that whole thing with him and saying it wrong. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt So you. the nuclear plant. God damn it. Now I'm not going to say it right. Nuclear <laughs> plant. You're screwing me up here. Nuclear. Nuclear plant. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You but you're making nuclear. Yeah, I know. You're screwing me up. Anyway, the nuclear plant. God damn it. That's fine. <laughs> nuclear is correct. I can't feel like I'm saying it right anymore. You say nuclear. I'll say plant. Nuclear. Plant. Nuclear. Had a hydrogen. Oh. Hi, no, only once. We had to get it across the point. Anyway, it had a hydrogen buildup. And so they sent people in that were going to try to like relieve the pressure, but they couldn't. Right. Because of the radiation. Yeah. So um, DARPA came up with like a competition that helped make robots that could go into dangerous situations such as this. It had South Korea, Japan, Italy, uh, Germany, USA. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one other one. Um, they're all in it together and seeing who could build a robot who could like do these tasks do these tasks exactly so it was cool because they set up like a competition and had well, a wait i mean wouldn't technically wouldn't they just be able to use like a bomb squad type robot those mm, things can do stuff like that maybe i don't know i think they were just trying because you might still have to be too close to be able to control that i don't know they had it as an actual competition-based thing. First mm-hmm. place got $2 million. Second place got a $1 million. Whoa. And third place got $500,000. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And, like, I think USA submitted, like, 21 robots. Japan submitted, like, a ton of robots. Like, yeah. You were allowed to submit more than just one per, like, country. Okay. Um, It was cool because they had, like, a challenge where they had to turn off a valve. There's the challenge where they had to open a door and, like, some other little things that they had to do. So, like, these robots had to be extremely functional for in case of an earthquake. There's going to be rubble everywhere. Right. Which is probably why they wouldn't use a bomb squad thing, because I could just oh. gonna roll over. How's it going to get through rubble and stuff, right? Yeah, that's okay. It needs to be more than just practical. Right. So pretty much everyone failed <laughs> so far. Like, I, I think I didn't find the end results yet in my uh-huh. research, but what I did find is that they had uh, a robot try to open a door, and it took it like five minutes to open the door, which oh. is, or I'm sorry, no, it was five minutes to turn off a valve, like in their like, test valve closing. Yeah, like, that's it, like way not too gonna, long. Yeah. And then there's another one. It tried to open a door. It couldn't open the door. Oh, one of the things, they have to be able to punch through like a wall as well. <laughs> that was one of the challenges. That's a, that's a cool thing for a robot to well, do. <laughs> yeah, you know, because like, like firemen's got to use an axe to cut through. Right, right. Anyway, so... One of the robots, I guess, as it was, like, going through, like, the obstacle course fell over. And, like, they had to, like, take it away on a stretcher. 
<laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. But like, yeah. so they're they're trying, and these robots aren't quite there yet. But I mean, the fact that they put on a competition, so like you're still going to get paid out for all the money you're putting into this robot. So it's yeah. great if you actually come up with something because if you win, not only is it good well, for you, but it's great for humanity around the world in dangerous situations such as this. Yeah. Well, on that note, okay, do you know if how did they win? How did they determine winners? Did they have to complete each of the tasks? Or was it just like... It's probably like a point-based system. Like, okay, you were able to complete the obstacle course the fastest. You get so many points. Well, and then like... I mean... I, like you, I said, they didn't go into great detail about the actual competition. And yeah. How, who won. It was just... Because to me, I'm like, if all these robots failed and they're just picking the best of the, of the no, I don't, loser I don't, robots... I think like, it has to be at least successful in the tasks. Okay. Because otherwise, yeah, we're just giving away $2 million. Right. That's no, why no, I'm no, like, no, wait, no. what? They didn't really... The article didn't go in that much in depth with the competition itself i I think you actually have to have a successful robot that can at least complete all the challenges yeah well i hope that they can figure something out i mean i'm surprised that uh, if japan doesn't win because they're so advanced in their Mm -hmm. robotics and stuff and i know there's some american robots that are pretty cool but you know i think japan is probably more up on top than that i don't know about other countries though i don't either but i thought it was very neat that it wasn't just like japan or in, in usa it was also like korea germany italy like places i would have never thought italy would have done something with robotics yeah but they're because well, we don't hear about any of it. that's what i'm saying so yeah. i thought that was really cool and i really hope that we have someone successful i'm just glad that this is such a, an important project from right. around the world that we were able to raise like almost $4 million to give away in prizes to help persuade people into... To trying it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I thought that was awesome. No, I agree. Like, it's to me, it's way better than making BattleBots, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> These are going to help each other people. Up. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So a BattleBot might be pretty good. Just going to go in their saw door open and then like just run into the hydrogen and blow it up by itself. <laughs> You're not supposed to blow it up, um, though. Yeah, good call. That was the problem in the first place. Well, then you use two. <laughs> you use one to cut through the door, and then you use another one to, like, roll it out. They have, yes. like, bulldozer ones that I've seen in Battle in BattleBot. <laughs> no, okay. Anyway, um, let's see. Did you have anything else about those robots? That uh, uh, was about all I had for robots this week. Okay, well, I have a, a kind of random thing that I came across that oh, I yeah? thought was, <laughs> was kind of ridiculous. Oh. Um. So it's kind of old, but it, it wait, was on... Wait, 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 wait. Is it as random as the fact that they're opening a gigolo club in Japan? Uh, yes, kind of. Really? Dang, I, I thought I had you I all done with that one I don't for a know. second. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, I think it's... it's I couldn't a- find any super details about it, but it was just a picture of, like, a, a big, like, wall of screens of, like, just a bunch of men. Just men? <laughs> just a men. wall of meat? Is it, that- it was a wall of meat, technically, <laughs> but, like... TV wall of meat, and, it, yeah, it was, like, a gigolo, like, club. What does that mean, a gigolo <laughs> like club? Pimps. Like gigolos, like a male pimp, uh, male prostitute. Sorry. No, oh, okay. Because yeah. that's why I was confused. But it's funny because I mean, like stuff like that's illegal in Japan. But like, but I'm still confused. It's Wait. okay. <laughs> what are you confused about? It's a gigolo club. You're gonna, you as a girl would go there to find like a nice guy to spend some time with. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a male prostitute. I don't. I don't. Did you never watch that movie with Rob Schneider? Mm, oh, yeah. Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, the male gigolo. Okay, I don't remember that. Why did I sound like Seinfeld all of a sudden? I don't understand what's happening. I can't get his voice out of my brain. I'm sorry. Well, um, so what about it now? (laughs) I'm just trying to compare my randomness with your randomness. What is your randomness? My randomness is not from Japan, technically. It's from Twitter, but... That's not random. Well, no, hold on, because, okay, you know PETA. 
the the company against Do fur I? and animal stuff. What? <laughs> yes, I know PETA. Okay. Well, wow has taught me many things. Uh, <laughs> well, on their verified Twitter account, which is at PETA. Okay. Last year, on July 11th, they posted a tweet against cat girls. You know cat girls from Japan. Like girls, a cafe? Girls like... that have ears and tails. Really? And stuff. Right. And like little... Po- so what they said, they <laughs> tweeted this and they're, they're, it's their actual account. Um, the sexualization of cat girls in Japanese animes is promoting animal abuse and enabling animal rape. What? That's, that's their tweet. Huh? Yes. And that's, the, that's not... They ha- there is a parody account, but that's at PETA UK. What? And that's like all fake stuff. Animal? Right. This is their real account. And people were tweeting back at them, and they're like, are you serious? What are you talking about? Yeah. And all they would do is link them back to a video that, like, shows all the good things that PETA has accomplished. Like, <laughs> Okay, but your tweet makes no damn sense. Right. So, cat girls. Okay, first off. Do they off, have a breakdown of how this works? Did no. You have, there's nothing There's on nothing. That? It's just the tweet itself. But, like, so, okay, break that down for a minute. It enables animal rape. When has that been a problem? That's my point. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't even want to, yeah. And and you're saying also animal cruelty? Yeah, it promotes animal abuse. What? I don't know how it's promoting animal abuse. For, for I'm not going to go beat some girl up in a cat costume, so I'm not going to go home and beat my cat up. Like, none of this makes logical sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I, losing my mind all of a sudden, because this is so... <laughs> what in the hell are they tweeting? I don't know. PETA has kind of gone off the rails. They're they They banned. tweet a lot of random They're things so, that make no sense. Because there's nothing about fur anymore. Yeah, people don't really wear fur anymore, so I guess they, that's, they've that's lost a good their point. shit. They yeah. don't know what's going on. They don't have anything else to complain about. I am so confused. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they have done good things, but, yeah, but this but is like, just, like, out there. This, that, that, they probably wanted attention. Probably, do yeah. They, do they even watch anime? I couldn't tell you. I would assume not if there's cat girls. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, if they were to go watch uh, Gargantia, they would see all those whale squids got murdered, and they would have oh, flipped the shit on that. You're right. But they were nice to, to Grace, her little flying squirrel, you know. I'm just they, saying. Proper treatment of animals there, at least, you know. <laughs> I give up on PETA. They, they, nope. Never okay. again. And then I have one other kind of funny thing. Okay, wait. So... What? That might actually beat the randomness of the Gigolo Club, because that's just so out there. I don't even know. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it's 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 different in its own way. Yeah. You know? It's, like, it's the idiotic. The Gigolo Club is, is weird in a fun way. Yeah. PETA's just weird. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, so your other thing? Yeah. So, meanwhile, in Japan, okay. they're worried about the rise of umbrella theft. But they're free. I thought the umbrellas were the point of that one to like umbrellas take one, leave are one. not free. No, but like a take one leave they one. They cost thing. a whole dollar. You wait. You can rent it for a dollar. No, you can go into like any of the convenience stores and get an umbrella for like a dollar. Oh, okay, uh, the ones by the doors, right? Yeah, I thought that was kind of like a take one leave one type thing. No, no. So okay, the way that it works in the doorways when you are in Japan, they have a rack for umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Those are not free those are umbrellas that people have placed in there for whatever reason either because it's too sunny outside or because it's raining okay. you know um usually when it's raining because then they're they're wet and dirty and you don't take them in the store mm-hmm. so you leave them there well when you come back out you pick up your umbrella and you leave you know it's there to hold your your dirty umbrellas oh. it's not just for you to take well i, th- I seen i saw like people leave you're them part there of and the then, problem like, i saw people leave <laughs> them there and then just like bounce like they didn't go to the store they just left an umbrella and left I don't think I paid attention to that, but um, no, they're those My are those people's umbrellas. Higher than yours. 
<laughs> yeah. So the fact that this is like people are like super upset and tweeting all over Japanese Twitter mm-hmm. about it because they're like, you know, I, they were saying that Tokyo is scary because people people are stealing umbrellas. Now, <laughs> put that into perspective, okay? Okay, I could see them being like, "Oh my god," and like right. losing it because, because Japan has Japan is home to several of the safest cities in the world. Yeah. And the fact that they are this concerned about umbrella theft, thefts that are, you know, less than $5 well, in value. <laughs> let's really put this in perspective for people here that don't quite know Japan. We've been and they put out like nice watches and like memory chips well, the and things on stores yeah outside of their store unsupervised yeah like you can literally just walk by grab a handful of watches and no one would know right but that's just how much trust they have there and how because like, nobody does that theft and crime out there is not a big deal you, right. they, you do that here like that's you they have vending machines out the wazoo out there because no they know people aren't gonna break them down and graffiti them and steal drinks and food from there you come here and i don't even think we have vending machines anymore unless you go to walmart and like <laughs> even then those ones are like inside the store yeah you know what i mean so vastly different when it comes to crime rates so these people losing their minds over an umbrella is kind of funny right but it makes sense yeah so that i thought that was kind of you know like that's just how different it is yeah. you know and people are like well how can we stop this and blah 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 and um some people are like well if you use kids umbrellas they might not get taken and maybe you can try that but then they're like yeah but who wants to walk around with like a kid's umbrella it's too small and it won't like <laughs> like they're trying to actually find solutions they're probably to this. smart enough that they'll build like a rack with like a little wire hook that you can like lock your umbrella on well no because you know when we were there there was a couple of the places like i think the lawson had one um they had those little umbrella bags so you mm, if mm, your umbrella was mm. wet you just take a bag cover your umbrella and then walk inside they're mm, like yeah. these really long tube-like bags yeah, yeah, yeah. for one, an umbrella that's one one way to do it because i mean then you're still not you're still respecting the store by not mm-hmm. getting it dirty and full of rainwater. Yeah. but you know you're you don't have to worry about people taking it but i mean think about that that's like a dollar's worth of stuff and people are freaking out over it so i don't know some umbrellas can get really expensive well no no i know but i'm just talking about like those clear vinyl ones yeah, that uh, everybody has all the ones that i kept seeing put around were really really cheap ones. yeah so but uh yeah uh hopefully they figure it out soon <laughs> Watch them come up with like some like anti-theft device you can put on your umbrella or something like that. When you- right. Well, people are like, I can put my name on it and it still gets taken by the time I'm out of the convenience store and blah, blah, blah. And I think it might not necessarily be like theft, theft. It might just be people taking an, an umbrella, umbrella because they're not paying attention. Leaving it at another store, probably. Yeah. And that's another thing they were saying. They're like, it's an endless cycle because my umbrella gets stolen. So I don't have an umbrella. I- I'm going to want to take somebody else's umbrella so I can get back to where I need to go. What if I have a business meeting and I yeah. Yeah. can't be wet you know <laughs> right yeah well, that's all i had it's still cool I, I i like that the fact that they're <laughs> freaking out over an umbrella because stuff is not an issue there right and so like just it blows my mind sometimes yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's about it for this week's episode. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Super Sugoi Cast. Yes, send us plenty of likes and follows and us. comments and things. Yes, and uh, uh, write us emails, 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 because we have an email account that is left empty a lot of the time at SuperSugoiCast at gmail.com. And you can find us and subscribe to us and give us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud, because that's where we are. Yes, and whoever listens to this episode, we are nearing 200 people on Twitter, so please, 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 please send us follows if you aren't following us yet. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. It would be good to have lots of followers. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the NLTLG network where we are located and tons of other podcasts are located. And thank you to Alex Barroza for our music. We'll put his link down. So if you want to hear more. (laughs) That's not how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. (laughs) All right, everybody have a great weekend. Bye. of the living poop.